You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off your next order. I've gone through overachieving and underachieving hitters from the 2020 season, as well as overachieving pitchers. That leaves us with underachieving pitchers. So remember, 2020 was a shortened season played under bizarre circumstances. Pitchers' results in that small sample of games shouldn't dramatically affect the long-term value of the player. And yet, there are probably still some trends worth noting before trying to assess player value for 2021. Let's start with Washington Nationals' Max Scherzer, who's consistently been one of the most reliable pitchers in fantasy. So when he all of a sudden starts to show a little mortality, that doesn't quite cut it. Few things conspired against Scherzer in 2020. His batting average on balls in play was 355, significantly higher than his career mark of 291. His 3.1 walks per nine was his highest rate since 2010. His home run fly ball rate of 14.3% was a career high as well. That left Scherzer with a 3.74 ERA, his highest since 2011. His 1.38 whip, the highest of his career. He's 36 years old, so it's possible that there is some natural decline kicking in here. But Scherzer still has his velocity so it's not unreasonable to expect that he could stave off the creeping hand of career death for a while longer. Look, pitcher evaluation can be complicated, especially when it comes to younger guys who don't have the track record of a Max Scherzer. Take uh, Cardinals ace Jack Flaherty. The 25-year-old appeared to be on his way to stardom after a great season in 2019 when he had a 2.75 ERA. In 2020, that ERA climbed to 4.91. It wasn't completely awful. His 1.21 whip was still fine. Uh, and he had a career-high 10.9 strikeouts per nine. But Flaherty had a 23.1% home run fly ball rate and stranded just 68.8% of base runners. Basically, he found a way to maximize his runs allowed. The takeaway, then, is that Flaherty should be able to rebound in 2021 with just some adequate regression in some of these underlying categories. San Diego sophomore Chris Paddock, after a stellar rookie season in 2019, Paddock took a step back in his second season. His ERA jumped to 4.73, and his home run fly ball rate spiked to 25%. Barrel rate was 11%. Now, Paddock did have a 1.22 whip, so it wasn't an entirely lost cause, but it should help suppress his value going into next season. Even though Houston's Zach Granke turned 37 in October, his ERA was over 4 for only the second time in the past 10 years, his underlying numbers still tend to paint a more favorable picture moving forward. For one thing, his fielding independent pitching was 2.80, his second best since 2009. Granke stranded 68.5% of base runners, his lowest rate since 2010. His whip of 1.13 was still top drawer. If there is a real concern, it could be that Granke lost significant velocity off his fastball. In 2019, his average fastball was 90 miles per hour, which is already slow by modern standards and dropped to 87.1 miles per hour in 2020. He can be creative and crafty, but it's tough to have sustained pitching success in slow motion. 
Tampa Bay's Charlie Morton. I guess now he's Atlanta's Charlie Morton. But in 2020, he pitched for the Rays. Uh, and I gave a breakdown in yesterday's podcast because he did sign with the Atlanta Braves. And look, it's entirely understandable the Braves were interested because Morton showed well in the postseason. But his regular season was a bit of a rough ride. His 4.74 ERA was his second highest since 2010. He also had a batting average on balls in play of 355, which is the highest of his career. I don't imagine that expectations will be low for Morton, whose track record in recent seasons has been strong, and he's joining an impressive Braves team. But it's also pretty reasonable to expect 37-year-old Morton to deliver an ERA that's better than 4.74 next season. Twins ace Jose Barrios was surprisingly hittable early in the season. He had a 4.75 ERA and 1.47 whip through his first seven starts. But he was much more in form in his last five starts, posting a 3.00 ERA and 1.11 whip. Overall, still wasn't a great season, but one bad month out of two shouldn't have long-lasting effects on Barrios' value. Coming up next, more pitchers that failed to meet fantasy expectations in 2020. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have a bunch of great flavors. My favorites are the peanut butter brownie and salted caramel. But they're all low-fat, low-carb, high-protein, all in a convenient bar. They've added six new flavors. There's caramel brownie, sounds like a winner to me, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, see what they did there, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. I'm getting hungry. I've also been trying to shed quarantine pounds at a boot camp for the past couple months, and I'm having some success. But I leaned right into it by making Bilt Bar as part of my post-workout routine. Gives my muscles the protein boost they need. So go to BiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off your next order. That's B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to save 20% off your next order. And enjoy the best protein bar on the planet. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, direct it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. So let's continue looking at pitchers that failed to meet expectations in 2020. And we'll go to Oakland with Frankie Montes. Maybe it should have been anticipated that Montes would take a step back following his PED suspension in 2019. His ERA jumped from 2.63 in 2019 to 5.60 in 2020. His walk rate was higher, so was his home run fly ball rate, and his batting average on balls in play, which was 329. Given that this was Montes' first season following a PED suspension, it's difficult to assume that he will just bounce back in 2021. Maybe he's a sleeper candidate for 2021, but... I'd be wary. Staying in Oakland, Jesus Luzardo. I don't want to overreact too much to a rookie not quite living up to the hype, especially when his season was pretty good overall. But Luzardo's 4.12 ERA didn't quite match his preseason ranking of 128. So I guess he qualified as a little disappointing. His home run fly ball rate was a little high, and basically all of Luzardo's percentages were higher than they were in his tiny sample of 2019. I'll still sign up for more Luzardo shares next season. Being the ace of the Tigers staff, like Detroit's Matthew Boyd, doesn't mean a whole lot when you put up a 6.71 ERA. When Boyd was delivering big strikeout numbers, but an ERA in the mid-fours, well, his fantasy value was debatable. 6.71 ERA and a 1.48 whip? Well, there's no debate to be had there. 10.9% barrel rate is awfully high. 
and Boyd's strikeout rate went down while his walk rate went up. None of these are encouraging signs. I'd probably be steering clear of him in 2021. Few pitchers fell off a cliff any worse than Arizona's Madison Bumgarner in 2020. He's 31, so it's not like he should be finished. But his ERA spiked from 3.90 in San Francisco to 6.48 in nine starts for Arizona. Bumgarner's home run fly ball rate of 22% was the highest of his career, and his 6.5 strikeouts per nine was the lowest rate of his career. Imagine having your lowest strikeout rate as a pitcher in the year 2020. Everyone strikes out in 2020. Bumgarner's barrel rate was 14.9%. Oof, my goodness. And he lost velocity. His average fastball went from 91.4 miles per hour in 2019 to 88.4 miles per hour in 2020. That's batting practice. And, perhaps not surprisingly, Bumgarner's swinging strike percentage of 7.5% was the lowest of his career. His contact rate of 84.6% was the highest of his career. He's obviously been a very successful pitcher for a long time. And for that reason alone... Bumgarner may have some sleeper value in 2021, but his performance in 2020 was very discouraging. The last one for today, Toronto's Robbie Ray, the southpaw who couldn't throw straight, re-signed with the Blue Jays, but is still very much a project. Ray was generally quite effective from 2015 through 2019. He walked too many, but had great strikeout rates, and that gave him enough fantasy appeal. Not quite the same in 2020. He walked 7.8 per nine innings, which is an abomination. That led him to a 6.62 ERA and a 1.90 whip. Disaster. His barrel rate was 13.1%. Remember, he was in Arizona to start the season, so Ray and Bumgarner were just getting lit up. Lefties that weren't fooling anyone, ever. At all. Not even a little. Anyway, Ray will get a fresh start with Toronto in 2021, but you sure won't have to pay much to pick a guy who walked 7.8 per nine innings in 2020. That will do it for today. Happy Thanksgiving. Please enjoy it safely, and I'll be back Friday with more stats for off-season prep, more underachieving pitchers from 2020. Find this podcast, subscribe, and rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Tell your smart device, play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Say hi to Sully while you're there. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.